Hi, I'm Yusuf Zin. My latest TVO Today podcast is on how a Canadian ends up in a Chinese prison, and if he's even alive. Listen and subscribe to Extradition. Available now, wherever you get your podcasts. For more in-depth perspectives and interesting stories, sign up for our daily newsletter at tvo.org slash daily. Whatever the pandemic requires, cities and towns across the province still need to do the public's business in public. All week, TVO partnered with the Association of Municipalities of Ontario as they conducted their annual conference virtually. That's also how municipal councils have been doing some of their work. Justin Chandler covers the Hamilton-Niagara region for Ontario Hubs. He joins us now from Toronto to explain. Welcome to the show, Justin. Oh, thank you so much. So you've been chatting with some councillors and mayors while they've been doing some of the virtual work. Uh, what do they say is different from the virtual stuff than in-person meetings? Well, they, they say that really you're not getting the same nuance and the same energy that you do in person. I think, as everyone knows from doing so many video calls lately, um, you can see someone, you can hear the tone of their voice, but there's maybe just not the same energy or the same presence that you get. In fact, uh, the mayor of Niagara Falls, Jim Diodati, says it's the difference between eating a steak and watching a video of a steak. That's a very big difference. Now, I'm sure there are some counselors, of course, who are um, encouraged by this and actually quite like the online. Let's talk about some of the benefits uh, of online council meetings. Yes, well, in Niagara Falls, they've been meeting in person, uh, except for one counselor, uh, Carolyn Iannone. And now that the new rules allow uh, her to actually participate um, while not being present, uh, she's able to do this from home, which has been good for her because she's actually undergoing cancer treatment. Uh, and the mayor of Niagara Falls himself uh, did the same a couple of years ago, and he said that he wished that that would have been an opportunity for him. So it's allowed counselors who maybe for legitimate reasons beforehand uh, would not have been able to participate to actually be able to go in and still do their work. Now, you also mentioned there are some drawbacks, of course, with, with that stake uh, uh, metaphor there. But uh, what are their kind of drawbacks um, are counselors and mayors saying? Well, it's, it's a little bit of a mixed bag. Some say that uh, the decorum has actually gotten better, but in Hamilton, the mayor said maybe it's gotten slightly more aggressive now that people are on video, that it's a little bit harder for the chair to point out if uh, someone's gone a little bit too far in their comments or is maybe uh, not respecting the decorum that they might usually. Now, in your story for TVO.org, you spoke to a number of, uh, of councils. Let's get an idea, obviously. It, does, it seems like there's a different approach to different councils, where in Niagara it's online um, and in person, but other councils in, in, in other cities and municipalities are, are doing differently. So uh, what's the kind of, what have you seen? Uh, well, Guelph, for example, has been doing primarily online. Uh, they were also very quick to get public consultations happening online. Uh, Hamilton's been online. Uh, however, they only just started doing public consultation. And there's been quite a mix as far as the different technologies that groups use uh, and how rapidly they rolled them out. I was even told one story about a council where they just put out chairs and spaced out uh, so they could talk to one another at the start of all this. Um, of course, as journalists, you know, we've covered council meetings before. Some of, the, some of the best council meetings is when the public gets involved as well. Uh, can members mm. of the public still attend these virtual uh, council meetings? And, you know, have you seen any of the passion come through at all? 
yes, I think there there can still be good moments. People can give a, a passionate speech by video. Uh, and a lot of people now who maybe were not willing or could not go down to council and wait all day to speak before a meeting are now able to. However, there's still a limitation. For example, Hamilton in September is going to be hearing uh, delegations about defunding police. And you might think in a normal year, that would be something where people might pack city council and they might have signs, there might be cheering while people are talking, there might be booing. Uh, however, now that'll be happening virtually. So it's much more one-on-one -on, -one on a video screen. So you don't get um, perhaps the same level of in-person engagement that you could beforehand. And Justin, in your article for TVO.org, you had written about uh, town council in Ottawa. Uh, they were able to actually add some features by using some of this technology as well. Yes, they were actually very excited that for media availabilities and for town halls, they were able now to have sign language interpreters in English and in French, uh, which was great, something they couldn't do beforehand. But now they're able to provide that more accessible option because they can have multiple people on the screen at once, given that they're able to take more advantage of this technology. Now, one thing I think a number of councillors have remarked and, and we as journalists have remarked is, you know, this technology has been available. We know that some councils record their meetings as well and, you know, post it online. Do you think municipalities will continue to utilize um, this type of technology post-COVID-19? I think so. Even people who said that they prefer in-person meetings, which was pretty much everybody, um, said that there is something to physically going to a place and seeing uh, democracy happen and seeing local government actually work. Uh, so I think that these virtual meetings will be a tool that they continue to use. But I think that as soon as possible, people will want to get back and actually hold these meetings in person. Justin? I want to thank you so much. That's Justin Chandler, our Ontario Hub journalist covering the Hamilton-Niagara region. Thank you so much. Thank you. The Agenda in the Summer with Nam Kiwanuka is brought to you by the Chartered Professional Accountants of Ontario. CPA Ontario is a regulator, an educator, a thought leader, and an advocate. We protect the public. We advance our profession. We guide our CPAs. We are CPA Ontario and by viewers like you. Thank you.